Hey, this is Nathaniel Brown, the Perspective Coach. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Let's level up. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson. We're at episode 275 with my brother from another mother, even though we're 10 years apart. Uh, my good friend, Nathaniel Brown. He's a coach that likes to pare it down in I'm not going to tell you what PAIR is the acronym for, the P-A-R-E. I'm going to let him explain it to you because I've never heard it like this before, and it just blew my mind. I literally had three pages of notes, and I'm so, so blessed that uh, Nathaniel was able to carve time and come on here and share this with you because I left leveled up, right a rock, and just serve, serve, serve other people in just a way that... uh, I guess like Barishnikov says, you know, everywhere he went, he picked up a step from somebody and I picked up leaps and bounds from my good th- friend Nathaniel. So without further ado, here comes my really, really good friend, Nath- Coach Nathaniel Brown. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson and I have my really good friend, Jason Holzer from 40 Athletes, introduce me. To Nathaniel Brown. And Nathaniel uh, is a rock star coach. He is into agro-tourism, which I cannot wait to get into discussion with that and how he's helping people level up and naturally uh, level up their life. And, you know, after years of living the lies, pushing boundaries and shelving belief systems, Nathaniel takes his life experiences and uses it as a tool to help leaders, entrepreneurs, and the curious. Pair or par, pair, we'll get to this, P-A-R-E, pause, ask, respect, embrace the circumstances in their lives so they can breathe deeply, love fully, and live authentically. And again, from his website, you'll see it right in the front, just really stood out to me. You must be it, then do it so you can have it and then share it. He's also a podcast host as well. He's got a silky, smooth voice. It's actually so much better than mine. I kind of wish I had that, but welcome to the show, brother. Please introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? My my favorite, first of all, thank you so much. My favorite color is pink. I always enjoyed pink. It's one of my my go-to colors whenever I'm dressing up. It's one of those things I call like a unisex color. It it, it can be masculine. It can be feminine. So it kind of lets you just kind of be free with being able to be creative with with, with your ensemble of dress. So however you want to do it, right? Right. And it's in our color wheel. I never wore it. And then my girl is like... She got me a pink button down. I'll tell you, I get more compliments on rocking the pink because I have the dark skin tone and, yep. and whatnot. Yep. So it's, it looks good on us. That's awesome, man. That, yeah. That's awesome. So let's get into a little bit about this pushing the boundaries and shelving your belief systems yeah. and what you kind of were living then and then how you leveled up to where you're now helping other people blast through their beliefs. Absolutely. So absolutely, uh, Scott, I appreciate that question. I grew up you know, most people in the South grew up very uh, Bible Belt Christian, uh, very staunch religious belief systems, whether you're, you know, missionary Baptist or whatever. It's about the same thing. It's Bible based and it has a certain rules and regulations, certain set of principles that you must abide by in order to be a part of that culture. And I had a lot of questions about things that were being taught as a child, but I couldn't ask those questions because children were supposed to be seen and not heard. 
So <laughs> it wasn't until I got into my maybe mid twenties that I started investigating some of these curiosities, the origins of mankind, uh, where did this stuff come from? And then at some point I'm fast forward, I'm giving you the condensed version, but at some point about, I'd say 15 years ago, I started really getting deep into Hebrew studies. I started studying Hebrew and Greek and Aramaic and the ancient languages, ancient Sumerian and all these other stuff. And I started to find a, a, a silver lining that there was a semantic um, sort of count a correlation to all the stuff that, that kind of comes down the line, the religious belief systems that we have and how they originate and how they're connected to actually nature. So I, where, where we get the word mother nature, we get it from the Egyptian text, the Medjuneture, which is a concept where it means basically suggests that nature and all of its aspects is a part of who we are. So I started really getting deep into that stuff. And one day a question popped inside of me. It like, it was like someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, what if everything you believe is complete BS. And I had to sit with that because I couldn't prove that what I had believed before was the absolute truth. And it was that day it it dawned on me that the truth is the thing in the room that no one has the vocabulary to truly describe. So everything that we're actually saying about spirituality and religion is basically almost like a social construct to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say it like this, because it's the only vocabulary I have to say it like in this way. And I pushed through those communication uh, uh, barriers. And then I started expanding my language and understanding how to read Hebrew, how to, how to understand the pictures, how to understand all of the, 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 the nuances, the, the dageshes and all these other things. And it started to uh, um, open up to me a, a different world of communicating. It was biological, it was agricultural. It was connected to the land and the, the sky, the water. And it was more, it made me more expansive. It was like, okay, Okay, the key to getting from where I want I am right now to where I want to be isn't trying to trying to run faster. It's about expanding at a very consistent rate. So it's expansion. The more I expanded my understanding of myself, the closer I got to who I truly wanted to be and how I wanted to show up in the world. So what I what I love about this, you you grew up kind of in the Bible Belt, right? So I believe it or not, I'm from Detroit, but I was raised Southern Baptist because my whole family were sharecroppers from wow. Alabama, wow. and so that was like pounded into me. And it just I'm actually writing a book right now called Regurgitate because everything's regurgitated all the way back to the Stoics. I mean, like if you you take someone like Tony Robbins. You know, he regurgitated Jim Rohn, he regurgitated Earl Nightingale, all the way back, all the way back. And so I love that you're expanding your knowledge because everything comes from a creator. I'm a born-again Christian. I'm not afraid to say it, right? But I also live and I'm reading the Stoics. I'm reading Buddhism. I'm reading everything because I want to expand my knowledge because there's an ultimate creator. Am I kind of catching on to what you said through the expansion? Yep. Yep. You are. I believe that everything starts with what, what some would call source. And it's the, it, I call it the artifact effect. Everything is an artifact of something else, but it all comes from the source. And it's almost as if this whole entire living sequence, everything we're experiencing, it's as if there's this intelligent design that's sort of orchestrating things that it wants to experience. So the life that I've lived, the things that I've experienced in life, 
if I was not here, this infinite intelligence would not have this experience. It's a very unique experience. <laughs> it's the only one like it. Nothing else is like that's why that's how unique we all are. Your right. experience is nothing like anyone else's. I don't care how many Scots you line up in a room. Yeah. No one Scott is going to have the same experience because the desire of creator is to have a different interaction in the creation. Wow. And it's that that's so great to say, because we're all and this isn't a political term. We're all snowflakes. We're yeah. all all yeah. unique in how we kind of take in what we feel from our source and, that, and our identity that's built on that. I, I love that. I love that. So are you do you coach people one on one, Nathaniel? I do. Or are you I do. Coaching I, or? I do both. Okay. I do both. I do group coaching and I do one-on-one coaching. When I'm doing group coaching, it's usually around the concept of the law of attraction. Most people want to know, oh, how do I get myself to where I want to be? How do I get the things that I want? But then I have to go, you know, let's get within the, the nuances of what this law of attraction is. It's always working. So if it's always working, then it's, a, it's an alignment situation. Absolutely. So I teach people how to align, how to attune themselves, what they're agreeing with, and then what, what they're surrendering to. And those sort of principles I kind of lay out through a 12-week course. I actually did one for a company called SRT Global, which is mm-hmm. I am a partner of. Sure. And uh, they taught, uh, they teach, I learned a practice Petitioning uh, uh, modality called the, the energy healing uh, um, or the subconscious release technique. Basically, it's sort of listening to the subconscious mind, being able to clear the emotional energy around these uh, programmings that are running that are running in the subconscious, and getting people out of those blocks so they can start attracting the things they truly want. I love that. I love that. And so, coming from an angle of you're starting to work with somebody maybe one on one, right? Uh-huh. What is some of your secret sauce over there? that maybe helps you find their blind spot? I teach people to pare it down. That's where you kind of pare start. It in, down. Pare it down. P-A-R-E. It's an acronym. Well, that's right. You said that. Okay, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, you're okay. good. No, no. You're good. So I teach people to pare it down first because sometimes when stuff gets, it's, it's really hot and it's fresh, it really seems much bigger than it really is. It's like, you know, it's it expands. It's like water when it, when it gets heated up, it can be very pressurized and expansive. But when you cool things down a bit, you've got something as small as an ice cube. You can take the same ice cube and put it in a pot put it in a pressure, put a pressure lid on it and it can fill that entire pot up yes. with just pressure. But then when you take the lid off and let things kind of cool down a little bit, then you learn how to pare things down. So number one, I teach people to pause when they get into that spiraling and they're starting to talk about the problems that, well, this, this, that, and the third is going on. And I don't like this person. And this person said this to me, I was like, wait, it starts with you. So let's pause. Let's take a moment and breathe. Don't let the, let the moment take over you. Take over the moment and breathe. Everything is about breath. That's why we call it a spiritual journey. Spire, breath, ritual. It's a ritual you do with your breathing. So whatever you're doing that you're breathing, you're breathing life into it. So if you're breathing life into your problems, you will get more of them because they will expand based on what you give breath to. So yes. number one is pause, right? Take a moment, breath, take a breath, relax, stop. Don't, sure. don't, don't give any more energy to it. Number two, ask. That's the A. You want to ask questions that are non-biased to your belief system. So you got to be curious enough to know what your belief systems are and then ask questions that might, might come up against them, might resist them. So be aware of what is being asked of you to pay attention to in those moments. If you're frustrated, and science has actually proven this, that, 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 that fear and interest are almost similar in their responses in the body. So the, 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 the blurred line is in your ability to respond with a curious question. So take a moment and ask that question. And then once you do that, 
you want to you want to you want to take some time and respect right respect it basically means to look again re again respect look so see it again look at it from different angles be a non-biased observer see the problem from other perspectives maybe maybe tap into some hinduism some buddhism some stoicism it's tap into those 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 vocabularies because they will give you some vocabulary to describe your problem differently or just describe how you feel about things differently and then last and not least embrace that's the moment of surrender Right? Be enthusiastic about the way you embrace life. Be willing and accepting of what you can and you cannot change. And once you pare things down to what you can and cannot change, the problem gets really, really small. And there's <laughs> tremendous, tremendous potential in surrendering to what we can and cannot control. You do that through powerful questions that you're asking them. I sure do. Okay. I ask. I, I always ask what if questions. I never say, you know, thou. There's that. There's the people that live in thou shalt. And this is the people that live in what if, and I live in what if. So when people make these statements, well, this is happening because I treat the because I am only interested in the because I want to know what the story is that you've attached to this moment, this event in your life that you're creating this lifestyle out of. So when someone says, well, so-and-so did this because it lets me know because because is one thing we learned in literature in high school. It starts this kind of a phrase. It's called a prepositional phrase, sure. which means this is where you were before the event actually happened. Absolutely. So the event came to show you your preposition. Uh, the event didn't set you anywhere. You right. set invent the event by the position you were already in. So when you state your problem and you say because, that should be a red light like oh wow. this is happening because of me so the event is mirroring to you what position you're standing in as it is correlated to how life is transpiring before you i love it and you you've mentioned responsibility a couple times oh, yeah. what is nathaniel's definition of responsibility your ability to respond oh my gosh bro that is what i look at all of my podcasts everything responsibility is rooted in the word it's the ability to respond i was it's taught that <laughs> By Rod Harrison. Wow, that's great. Who owns Envision You, and he uh -huh. was one of my first coaches. Great wow. guy, uh, wow. Frogman. Just, it, it, dude, thank you for saying that. You were the first in over really? three hundred interviews. This says the ability to respond. It's rooted in the word, bro. You look, you look at my past email or a past podcast. Uh -huh. I talk about it like a hundred times. Uh -huh. Thank you for saying that. Let me ask you another uh -huh. question. Uh -huh. When you're starting to work with a client or a prospect even, is there any good question that you wish they would ask you but never do? No. Okay. I would actually prefer that they be sort of uneasy. Okay. Because it's the truth of where they are. They're coming. If, if someone is approaching me, they're approaching me because they're, they have questions. And they don't Is that word have, again? Because. Yeah. I because. love it. Exactly. I love they're, it. It's the preposition. They're yeah. coming with the preposition of, I don't understand what's going on. And I'd rather them show up confused than to come in with knowledge, thinking that they're going to, you know, have this, this intellectual conversation with me. Cause it's not going to go down the way you think it is. Right. I had, here's a testimony. I had a lady in 2020, right at the start of COVID, a lady called me, she was about to take her life. She was white in the face. We got on a Zoom call. And the first thing I did after she told me the spiraling story, I said, can I ask you, can I say something to you? I applauded her. I said, congratulations. Yeah. You're an amazing storyteller. This is proof that you can author the life you want. So wow. let's, author, let's write a new story. And wow. she looked at me like, 
Well, no one's ever said anything like that to me. All her therapists, all her coaches up to me all gave her this, this sympathetic talk like, oh, it's okay. No, 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 no. You're the problem and you're the author of the problem. Yes. So now let's deal with the author. It starts with you. Let's take responsibility for where you were, where you are, and let's move forward. Get the pen back in your hand. Don't quit. We don't have time for that because there's people out here in this world that need to hear exactly what you've been through. And if you don't go through it, they'll never hear it. Right. And live to tell about it, too. Boom. Exactly. If someone is telling me, if someone tells me that they're going to commit suicide, th- right. th- they're not actually ready to commit suicide. No. Most suicide cases take place in silence. Right. When someone yes. is actually verbalizing suicidal thoughts or any way, anything like that. They don't want to. Asking, exactly. They're asking for a reason to stay in the fight, man. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. And also, thank you for um, donating to my the Suicide yeah. Lifeline. My Absolutely. little brother took himself and it was in complete silence. Again, nobody even knew it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then also four or five guys I served with in Iraq, the same wow. thing. You never yeah. even seen it coming. That's wow. crazy, man. Yeah. So I appreciate you doing that. So let's talk a little bit of the personally, a little bit about this agro-tourism thing that you've got going on at the farm, because some, yeah. again, I know people that do what you do. Uh-huh. with that, but like, what exactly is agro-tourism? Is that where people can come? I could come there and yes. you could kind of run me through. Absolutely. Okay. So what happens basically it's, it's, it's exactly what's in the road. It's agriculture and you're touring agriculture. And what my wife it's it's my wife's dream. She's that's always fine. wanted to be connected to the land. It's something that's sort of like been calling her back. And uh, by about 2016, 17, she'd been feeling that call 2018, we purchased the property and then we built a house here. And then her dream is to have like, you know, plants and things of that nature, have a wedding venue, have an apothecary here where we do our own herbal mixes and stuff like that, tinctures, CBD and everything like that. So we're starting with CBD as a base and then we're Mm -hmm. moving into all kinds of things. So we just brought on an herbalist and everything. But her dream is to have a place called the place is called Haven Farm, have a place called Haven where people can come and sit in the space, walk around the trees, connect themselves to the land, be grounded again, get back in touch with nature so that they can get back in touch with themselves. That's we'll be dream. one of your first visitors. I promise Dude, you, if you don't have them yet, bro. <laughs> how, how far are you from like, um, it, what's, that's North Carolina. Like it was Charlotte, South Carolina, right? What, how, but Charlotte is right on that edge. It's like right. not far from South Carolina. How far like, are you? Like, what's the major city you're near? Um, uh, let's see, we're Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh, okay. Yeah, Raleigh is very our cool. So we're like maybe 10 minutes outside of Raleigh in the country Love so that we can, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful, that I can, man. I can shoot my guns and stuff and have There a good you time. go. <laughs> Love my guy here. I love this guy. Hey, so have you seen the movie Back to the Future? I have. All right, let's get that DeLorean with Marty McFly. Let's, let's go back to the double deuce. And Squad, if you're watching this on YouTube, this cat is 40. He has a 20-year-old son. It's just amazing. He takes care of himself. Man, we look good as we age, brother. But let's go back to the double deuce, man. 22-year-old Nathaniel. What kind of knowledge nuggets? We call him here at Time to Shine today. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on that Nathaniel to maybe help him shorten his learning curve, blast through, or level up just a little bit? Not change something so much, but maybe blast through. I would tell my 22-year-old self that done beats perfect any day. (laughs) <laughs> dude I, i'm sorry i'm taking notes man do it <laughs> dude I, I have two pages of notes right now and i'm not lying if you're watching on youtube we, we're going on our third page right now so done beats perfect any day 
Yes, I have found myself, um, and I, I recently had a human design sort of uh, a session with a good friend of mine. She's a very intuitive healer. And I found that um, because of the way I grew up and the way I had to acclimate to the way my father fathered, he was very, very militant in his way, which required me to be more intelligent than I probably needed to be right. at a young age. Yeah. So like eight, nine years old, I shouldn't be thinking about how can I outsmart my dad, right? right. I shouldn't be thinking about, I ought to be thinking about, okay, I'm gonna go outside, throw some rocks and play in the dirt. But that's not what I did. I was thinking, right. okay, so how do I stay one step ahead? Me too. And, and <laughs> it, it caused yeah. me to be a perfectionist in how I approach life. So everything was in my head. I had to break it down and I left the heart untapped. So it wasn't until I got older that I understood, hey, my superpower is in how I can emote from the heart, how I can live from the heart. So I would tell that 22-year-old young Nathaniel to say, hey, done beats perfect. Don't worry about getting it right. Don't worry about getting it perfectly. Just get it done. Get do it done. the thing you know is, is for you to do and watch the world unfold. I love that. And you're enjoying the journey while you're doing it. And you're getting, like my good friend Leah Woodford says, getting your asking gear as well mm -hmm. as while you're doing it because done can't be done without guidance a lot of times exactly. to, to get things. And I love that. I love it. So how do you want your dash to remember, man, that little line in between your incarnation date, and your expiration date, your life date and your death date? How does Nathaniel want his dash remember? I want that dash to be remembered by saying that I reminded people that the power of being supernatural is in the awareness of knowing that you are naturally super. Wow. So supernatural awareness. <laughs> Dude, this is awesome. That you are naturally super. Yes. Wow. This is this amazing, man. This is uh, very enlightening. And not to say any of my other interviews are not, but this is just you are just a, a, a case, and we think so parallel, bro. So <laughs> to I mean, we grew up in a time where like kids these days get timeout. We got mm -hmm. knockout. Yeah. So you're much. right. We had to stay a step ahead, one, not to get in trouble, and two, to still expand in life instead of being shelled into what we were. Nothing against our parents. The parents right. are our parents. No, they us. did what they did. Yeah, and I hold nothing way. against my parents. Like, Me neither, dude. Me like, neither. I have this. Every time I talk about my dad and I talk about my mom, I am not blaming them for anything. If I am here, I am here because I, I'm supposed to be here and I yes. had to come through them yes. because there's some things in their lineage that needed to be healed. And right. it had to be, somebody had to be a catalyst for the healing. Yeah. And Teal Swan said something. Teal Swan said something very powerful. She says, we are given the wounds. We are meant to heal and teach others to heal. So no one, I wouldn't be able to be the kind of healer I am had I not gone through those things. So I appreciate every hard moment, every tough time, every knock upside the head or kick in the behind. I appreciate all of those things because they did, my father did only what he understood fatherhood to be. And right. I cannot blame him for that. I can't Love blame it. him for that. Exactly, because they were raised in a different yeah. way, you know? And like our, our parents, well, my dad's 70, he'll be 74. And he was raised in a way that now I wouldn't say lack thinking, but it survived instead of thrive. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So it's like, but he's passed on to me, the knowledge nuggets to say, okay, this is how you survive. And then I got yeah. my asking gear to yep. thrive. That That's awesome, dude. So let's take out of this equation, any cell phones, any, anything electric. Mm -hmm. Okay. What are three things that Nathaniel can't live without? Breath, okay. Books and a pen. 
<laughs> Love it, man. That's <laughs> three amazing things. So let me ask you this. What do people misunderstand the most about you? They misunderstand the fact that I have taught myself to be articulate and okay. it usually gets interpreted as um, condescending. So when I'm in a room talking to someone, I have, when I was a kid, I would read the dictionary. I would literally, it was one of the big, thick, Dude, red we were, Oh my gosh. So, the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually thumbed through the dictionary yeah. in the summertime and just kind of thumbed through all the words. I'd read my mom's medical dictionaries. Like when she came home from medical school and she had all this, I'd read through all those things and try to pronounce the words. So I built my whole way of communicating and being articulate, but using words that were very some, somewhat complex. Sure. And a lot of times that takes people it's sort of a turnoff to some because they because they don't understand what I'm saying. They think that I'm trying to be smarter than them and when I'm actually not. I'm just articulating things the way I understand it. Sure. And that usually gets, you know, uh, uh, communicated to me back back to me by my wife and other people like you, you just kind of kind of come off like a know it all. Yeah, like, I don't know it all. I actually right. don't. The reason why I study is because I don't know it all. Because you don't know it all. You're exactly. trying to level just, up. Right? I'm just trying to use the words and the vocabulary that I have to be as articulate as I can sure. to communicate what I'm feeling, thinking, understanding. And I would be open to more questions than I would be to assumptions. Nice. Nice. So then what is Nathaniel's definition of a life well lived? A life well lived to me is a life that is living in your truth. It's the truth of who you are, knowing who you are. As Paul Selig said something in his book um, that he is a channeled work. And he says, I know who I am in truth. I know what I am in truth. I know how I serve in truth. Truth. I am free. I am free. I am free. And that statement of freedom, freedom is you learning and knowing who you are in truth and how you serve. Love if it. I can... It's all about service. My life at this point, as I have come into my 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 full potential, my full beingness, is about serving until I can't serve anymore. Love it, and you'll never stop. I it's won't. just ingrained in us, and it's just what happens. We're open to reciprocity, but it's all about giving it's and, about and doing it, and taking care of our temple and ourselves Absolutely. in the forefront. But being able Absolutely. to serve, I love that. I love that. Time to shine today. Podcast Varsity Squad. We are back with my good friend, Nathaniel Brown. And Nathaniel, you and I could easily talk 20 minutes to an hour on each one of these questions, but you got five seconds with no explanations and they can all be answered. I promise you. Okay. Okay. Okay? You ready to rock? Let's do it. Let's level up. What's the best leveling up advice Nathaniel's ever received? Don't overthink it. Yes. Share one of your personal habits contributes to your success. Uh, Meditation. Love it. Other than the perspectivecoach.us and of course, time to shine today.com, my shameless plug. What website does Nathaniel like to go to to level up? Google. And me too. Google, <laughs> Dude, I Google Scholar. YouTube. I love it. Google Scholar. Google Scholar is my favorite. Love it. You see me, I'm walking down the street or whatnot. I'm like, Fergie looks like he's in his doldrums. You want to hand me a book. What is it? The One Thing. Yes. Gary Keller, baby. Awesome. Yeah. What's your most commonly used emoji when you text? The fist bump. The fist bump. Love it. Looks and, just like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, get my camera. All right, so don't lie to me on this one, my friend, okay. but if you could stay one age physically for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. gain wisdom, keep gaining wisdom, and keep the wisdom you gained, what mm-hmm. age physically would you stay for the rest of your life? I'd probably stay at 70 years old. 70? Okay. Yeah. 
then you yeah. get it. You, you'll probably yeah. still be crushing it too. Love it. <laughs> Nickname growing up. Little Nate. Little Nate. Love it. What keeps you up at night? Oh, uh, systems. All right. Very good. Chess or checkers? I prefer chess. All right. Favorite charity and organization you'd like to give your time and our money to? Uh, my favorite thing, I give my time and money to where the need pulls me. I Love don't it. have a, I don't have Beautiful. a name just as it pulls me. Yep. Beautiful. You can elaborate a little bit on this last question. What, what's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Ooh, I'm going to go with 80s, man. My man, dude, you and I are brothers from another <laughs> mother, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, man. This, I mean, we're 10 years apart, but, bro, this is, this is my little brother. I love this. Yeah, I love this. That's, all, that's so, awesome. Nathaniel, how can we find you, my friend? Well, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at the real Nathaniel Brown. I titled that because my last account got hacked and I lost all of my followers. So I just started over. I didn't feel like dealing with all the stuff. I don't resist unless I'm resisting to build strength. But uh, at the real Nathaniel Brown uh, on Instagram, you can find me on LinkedIn. Just type in LinkedIn, all the stuff and do the perspective coach. My profile will come up. Nathaniel J. Brown. You can also find me on um I'm on Facebook. Uh, I don't even, I think it's Nathaniel J. Brown or NB set the trend slash NB set the trend or whatever. You'll find my Facebook profile there. Uh, those are the places that I kind of hang out there. I'm on clubhouse as well. Nathaniel okay. Brown clubhouse. Nice. So yeah, yeah. I enjoy, I enjoy all of those places or whatever. Yep. And everything will be in the show notes squad down below. So do me a huge favor here and leave us with one last knowledge nugget. You like to take with us, internalize and take action on. Hmm. One last knowledge nugget. I'd say realize that everything in life happens not just for you, but from you. Wow. So live life responsibly. <laughs> happens not so much for you, but, but from, from you. Uh-huh. Wow. Wow. This is, dude, I have notes upon notes. I'm scribbling. I'm, I'm going to have to re listen to this just to build a show notes. A lot of times I'll, right as we go along because it helps me internalize but this uh-huh. is, is amazing and squad we have literally just got a free like and that's a capital f-r-e-e master class for my good friend nathaniel brown and he asked you'd ask yourself he asked himself what if everything you believed in was bs you know that the truth can be hard to describe you know leveling up isn't trying to go faster it's trying to expand at a consistent rate you know, everything comes from a source, whether whoever your creator is, everything comes there. It's interpreted through stories like history and whatnot and kind of passed down to you. I feel and Nathaniel feels it's our obligation to ourselves to take responsibility for ourselves again, which is ability to respond and expand. And when Nathaniel starts to work with people, he uses acronym PAIR, which is pause, ask, respect and embrace and pause is really take that breath. I always say, you know, breath is free medicine, breathe. You can breathe through so many things, really pause and have that open mind, you know, ask what might come up against your belief system. Okay. That's the A that's the ask respect and see those new things that are being brought to you from a different angle and finally embrace surrender, be willing to accept if it's going to fit with you. You know, when you do that, the pair, it makes your problems actually go down to a smaller problem to be able to tackle that. And that's something that Nathaniel can help you with. He can actually take what you feel is a huge problem through his pair method and really dial it into a smaller problem that can 
be, you know, attainable to, to succeed through, you know, great coaches. He says lives in a, what ifs he is really interested in the, because your answers, because, and, and my good friend, Nathaniel will help you blast through that. Again, I'm, I'm paraphrasing through these notes, people. I have just a ton of them. He, he wants to be reminded people that, you know, supernatural awareness that you are naturally super go back and listen to that part. Cause I just butchered it. But it's it, it's such the truth, and that everything happens no much for you, but from you. Again, take responsibility for your app. My good friend Nathaniel does that. He levels up his health. He levels up his wealth. He's humble yet hungry. He's articulate. He's part of the. He's just earned his varsity uh, squad letter here at Time to Shine wow. today. Thank you so much for coming on, Nathaniel. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much, Scott, for having me. Looking forward to connecting with you even further, sir. Can't Thank wait you. to collaborate, brother. Love your guts. Chat soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast, probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.